Welcome one and all to this week's Oxcast. It's Wednesday the 7th of December and we three come bearing seasonal gifts and we'll be telling you what's what in Oxford's food, drink, music and commerce this week. Uh, but right now, let's get caroling, crew. Okay. <clears throat> we three kings of Orient are Bearing gifts we traverse afar Field and fountain, moor and mountain, following yonder star. Oh, star of wonder, star of night, star with royal beauty bright, westward leading, still proceeding, guide us to thy perfect light. Wonderful. And much like that faded star, we hope to be uh, giving you guidance towards something that you'll find uh, illuminating and bright. (laughs) (laughs) To brighten your week. So unsurprisingly, there are lots of Christmas-themed events this week, and none more in keeping with our opening number than um, a lecture entitled The Star of Bethlehem. Um, It's a talk happening at the Museum of the History of Science next Tuesday evening, Um, and there you can join museum director Dr Silke Ackerman for a journey through science, art and history. Um, Please reserve a ticket through Eventbrite. Um, So Dr Ackerman uh, recently gave the Heavenly Houses talk on astronomy throughout the Islamic world for the Ashmolean's Power and Protection exhibition. So, all kinds of reasons to look to the stars. I'm sort of hoping she will actually lead people through the museum with a, a little torch <laughs> of her head. <laughs> Something museum A portable umbrella, maybe, with yeah. a star That would be it. nice. That would be a great themed tour, if you were giving a themed tour of somewhere and you could be guided around by a heavenly body. Moving, that would be wonderful. Will you will you permit me a slight sidetrack? Yes. Uh, good. Um, I hope so. So this all heavenly bodies and biblical occurrences thing. Um, I remember once there was something like science had science itself had found that there was like a twenty four hour gap or thereabouts in how much sun shone in the ancient Near East. So they they measured this somehow and they were like, uh, something a little bit of a discrepancy here. Weirdly, that correlated with somewhere in the Old Testament where the sun, you know, went out for a day. You know, it sounds a bit coincidental because my you know, grasp of the details isn't isn't great. <laughs> but a local newspaper chose to leap on this one and uh, headline the article: "Proof of the existence of God," <laughs> uh, which <laughs> I think it's a, it's a lovely journalistic approach. Yeah, <laughs> just be like, "This is it's it's all said and done." Um, but was made even more comical by the fact that it was side by side with an obituary of a friend of, of our family, actually. And her photo was quite large right beside the headline. So we've got a cutting of <laughs> her face and proof of the existence of God. There she Aww. was. Um, everyone's a star to somebody, yeah? And after that lovely image, we go on to the booze and weekend section. Hooray. Possibly a little less subtle than what has gone before. We start with Beer Fest uh, at Abington Abbey. Um, in fact, the Christmas Beer Fest at Abington Abbey. 
This is run by the Friends of Abingdon and the Loose Cannon Brewery in conjunction, and it's to raise money for the Abbey Buildings. So it's taking place in the Abbey Buildings, which is where the Unicorn Theatre is. And if you've never been there, it's beautiful. A teeny weeny weeny theatre, I think the smallest in Oxfordshire, um, with very sharply raked seats and a, a lovely little stage. Um, and uh, yeah, they're trying to keep the Abbey Buildings from falling down, uh, venerable and ancient as they are. Um, and so they're having a giant boozy party in there, which is clearly the way to preserve all uh, rickety buildings. Of course. It starts this Friday, that's the 9th of December, at 6pm and goes on till 11. And then it's uh, happening again on Saturday, 1 till 11. There will be beer and music and food. Alternatively, we have the Haddenham Winterfest, uh, which is another beer festival this is 40 plus real ales but also a sort of community christmas party with mulled wine and a famous gin bar which i gather is amazing um they have Summerfest in haddenham uh, and this isn't quite as boisterous but uh, it's going to be a sort of seasonal repeat um there's live music hot and cold food and the haddenham mummers as well um, all money supports good causes locally. Uh, so starting at midday on Saturday the 10th uh, and it's in the Village Hall in Haddenham, uh, which is at the Banks Park complex. Or if you fancy some totally different, less boozy culture, <laughs> Modern Art Oxford have started a sort of programme of, of community education, which I think is a good idea. So Modern Art Oxford itself remains entirely free. But if you want to learn more and go deeper into the world of modern art, then you can pay to educate yourself. Um, and part of what they're doing here is a gallery tour in the East End. Now, this is actually the East End of London, not the Eastern End of the Modern Art Oxford. Uh -huh. So be prepared. Um, but the director of Modern Art Oxford is going to lead a party around various galleries in the East End of London and look at the commercial gallery scene at the moment, uh, survey what's happening in it and how to understand it. Uh, this includes the White Cube, um, uh, which is currently showing an Anselm Kiefer exhibition called Valhalla. Um, so Valhalla, the idea of the paradise of Norse mythology, where the warriors end up if they're slain in battle. Um, but it features a rusted metal spiral staircase, amongst other things, which disappears into the ceiling and is populated by soiled robes hanging from wire coat hangers to suggest the Valkyries, oh. uh, which might be waiting to usher you up there and, and the, the bodies that we leave behind on the way up. Um, and also they're taking in the Pace Gallery, uh, which is showing an exhibition of American classics. That's North American post-war photographers. Um, all these galleries have branches in Hong Kong and New York and all sorts of other places and London. So this is the cutting edge of, of what's going on in contemporary art. The first of these gallery tours is uh, the East End one that's happening this Saturday, the 10th of December. It's 10 a.m. till 2.30 p.m. £75 and the price includes lunch but not travel to London so you need to sort that out for yourself um, and of course you can go around all those galleries by yourself you could take the tour but you wouldn't get any of the discussion or the context or the introduction so I think it sounds a lovely event and a, quite a, a party Delightful, crawls of various kinds Festive musical events have really taken off in Oxford over the last week. Um, and <laughs> I think it's going to be a new trend that everything will be Christmassy. <laughs> I can't wait to see where we've got to in January on this trend. Um, on Saturday, the 10th of December, you might want to go and see the five piece Oxfordshire folk band Magpie Lane, who will be doing two Christmas concerts at the Hollywell Music Room. They're at 3.30 and 7.30, and they'll be doing traditional carols and airs with a Oxfordshire folk twist. We've been listening in the office, and it's been lovely. 
It's very nice. It's um, what were you going to say, Michael? I was just saying it was quite inspiring. We thought we'd form our own troupe after yeah. hearing them. <laughs> it sounds like um, there are bits where you can join in and stuff as well, so that's nice. Um, if folk isn't your thing, you might like to go to a cappella group The Sixteens Christmas Concert at the Church of St John the Evangelist on Ifley Road. Um, that one's also on Saturday at 7.45, and tickets range from £22 to £42, or they're £5 for students and under-18s. Um, so the young looking amongst you might might be more inclined or indeed the legitimately young they're also welcome so when i say acapella this is extremely good acapella acapella in the sense of unaccompanied rather than acapella in the sense of barbershop okay yeah so that sounds great so that's another option for your saturday evening in 1942, Benjamin Britten boarded a Swedish cargo ship from the States to start a perilous journey threatened by World War II U-boats back to the UK. <laughs> he was clutching a book of poetry that he'd bought in Nova Scotia before he left, and it was this book that he used during the voyage to compose his work, A Ceremony of Carols. You can hear his homesickness and yearning for his native land in the obvious English musical roots that underpin the work. And you yourself can hear them if you go along to um, Vox Chamber Choir's rendition of the work, which will be performed at Exeter College Chapel on Turl Street at 5pm on Sunday. That's Sunday the 11th of December. Um, so the concert starts at 5, but the doors open at half past 4. And tickets are £15 or um, £5 for students and under-18s. And there will also be some traditional, well-loved carols for the audience to join in with. Um, if you don't fancy joining in with Benjamin Britten's Ceremony of Carols. Which we did have a go at this in the <laughs> yes. office. It's quite hard. It is quite hard. Mm. But they are very beautiful. But if you really want to join in singing, um, then you should go to the King's Centre in Osney on Saturday um, at three o'clock for a fun and exciting chance to rehearse, sing and perform Handel's Messiah in half a day. So it's from three o'clock to nine o'clock. And it's completely free, including a free light supper. Oh. So um, if for the singers amongst you, that's, that's the option. And finally, we have an in-house musician who will also be involved in a Christmas concert. But I, if it's not too much of a cop-out, I'm going to ask him about that one. So here's <laughs> quick-fire questions with quick-witted Michael. Okay, let's see what I can do. What is the concert? I should know this one. <laughs> <laughs> So it's Emmanuel Church Gospel Choir's Christmas concert. Where is it? Okay, it's at Oxford Spires Academy, which is on Glenville Road off Cowley Road. Um, when is it? The Saturday at 5pm. What's seven times eight? Um, ooh, no. <laughs> I chose this one because there's an easy way to remember. 56. Seven times eight is 56, yeah. Five, six, seven, eight. That makes me think of steps. Yeah. Which is regrettable. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Can you name one song that people can expect to hear? <laughs> this information is embargoed until <laughs> Saturday at 12. Oh, what a shame. No, we'll, we'll, we'll be doing some songs that people already know and also some like uh, contemporary gospel versions of oh, Come All You Faithful, stuff like that. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, what do you want for Christmas, Michael? Just a little place of my own in the country, you know. Oh, let's make sure whoever's doing... Got Michael on the Secret Santa that's okay. listening to the podcast. Um, 
Uh, what if you're really hungry when you get to the Emmanuel Gospel Choir's Christmas concert? Well, <laughs> fear not, for there is a plentiful supply of such things as mince pies and mulled wine. Oh, that was going to be my next question. What if you're thirsty? So there's mulled wine. <laughs> oh, okay. Thirsty. That's all my questions. <laughs> I think we know everything we're going to know about the Emmanuel Gospel Choir's Christmas concert from 5 till 7 on Saturday the 10th of December. Mince pies, mulled wine and Michael are plenty. Um, there are loads of other Christmassy musical events and it's worth having a look at dailyinfo.co.uk forward slash events and then searching Christmas or carols in the search bar at the top of the page because um, all the events that are Christmassy or carolly will be tagged as such and you can find them on there. And um, there's the recently updated Christmas page. Um, that's... Um, dailyinfo.co.uk forward slash Christmas. We've entitled the next section Commerce and Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> At any rate, we're going to tell you first about some shops that have opened recently where you might like to go hunting gifts uh, and some other Christmassy activities that you might like to go to, including some sightings of Santa. First off, Shoe Embassy is uh, just opened and its official launch is this week. It's a new shoe shop on the high street, very much where there used to be an old shoe shop. But we think that these shoes are specifically made for Shoe Embassy. Um, lots of leather, lots of bright colours, lots of fun and funkiness and a pleasing lack of stilettos appears in the in the shop um, yeah. they've got a very good website you can have a look have a look at a lot of their things there um they've got wedges and chunky heels and things like that but few stilettos and lots of flat shoes and boots that are really wearable and pretty and very practical as well uh next up a rosy life in the covered market uh, this opened in mid-november um and it's a sort of lifestyle store um baskets lots of bright colors cushions things like that very good for presents like a sort of homegrown kath kidston one thing they do have that I would direct you to is a colouring Christmas tablecloth. Um, oh. I think this is a fabulous idea. And how better to keep all the children sitting at the table through <laughs> endless courses um, and perhaps not spilling gravy all over the tablecloth if they're thinking about colouring it in instead. Um, incidentally, while we're on the subject, the Covered Market will be closing at four o'clock on Christmas Eve and four o'clock on New Year's Eve. It's closed on Christmas Day and Boxing Day and the 27th. It's closed on New Year's Day and Monday the 2nd. All other days, it's open as normal. Mm. Um, <laughs> and we also have a new store on the Cowley Road. Um, contrary to popular belief, it is neither American nor Armenian, but North African. Hooray! Um, it's called The Little Souk. Um, and it's opposite the Morocco Deli and a similar sort of range of things. Pretty tins of harissa, that kind of thing. So if you're looking for gourmet stocking fillers, might mm. be a good place to go. Nice. Oh, yeah, good I idea, may... actually. I wonder, was it some of their stuff that I tasted at the Foodies Festival? Very possible. Ah, I remember something being yeah. delicious and... Okay, Moroccan. that sounds about right. Mm. Yes, I love those tins which were actually printed on the tin rather than just paper labels. There's something really appealing mm. about... Mm. Um, super, Christmas wreath-making workshop next. Um... This is in Launton Parish Hall on Friday the 9th at 8pm. So finish your working week by making yourself a Christmas wreath. Um, you may have been observing the Daily Info Advent Calendar, which started with a Christmas wreath, not to give away too many secrets. Um, 
and I wish that we could have conveyed to you in the, the video um, the fantastic smell of the greenery. Mm. There was something really festive it about having nice, branches and leaves and that crackle. Um, so I think a wreath making workshop, uh, which is £40, for, covers all your materials, make your own Christmas wreath. Lovely thing to do, much nicer than buying it. Uh, Christingle for Carnival. There are lots of Christingle services this weekend and next weekend. Check your local church. This particular one, St Mary and St John, is on Sunday the 11th of December, 3.30 to 4.30. And it's in aid of uh, the Carnival and the Cowley Road Works um, company that administer the Carnival. A Christingle service is particularly suitable for kids. Um, lots of carols and obviously making a Christingle. And uh, we'll, you can look up what that is, but it's basically a sort of aid memoir uh, glorious smelling Christmassy aid memoir as to the, the meaning of the Christmas story. There'll also be mince pies and mulled wine, like all good Christmas events should have. <laughs> the European Christmas Fair 2016. I think this is essentially a school Christmas fair with a difference because it's based at the European School um, just outside Abingdon in Cullum. So gorgeous craft stalls, fun activities, seasonal food and drink, festive cheer, and I suspect a very European slant on the whole thing. Saturday the maybe. Oh, I hope so. Pfefferkuchen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Something my grandmother had when she lived in Switzerland for a while, and we used to bring back a lot of Pfefferkuchen. Mm -hmm. And they're like Liebkuchen, but they're kind... I think they're pepper nuts. I mean, literally, pepper and cardamom mm -hmm. and not actually ginger, but they're very gingerbready. And they have that glazed outside. Mm -hmm. Oh, they were lovely. Interesting. So maybe Pfefferkuchen. We can't promise, but you never know. Saturday the 10th of December, 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. And it's free to get into the European Christmas Fair. Next, sightings of men with big beards. <laughs> Santa is appearing in Oxford this weekend and in the following weekends and other times closer to Christmas in a variety of navigational devices. So this weekend and next weekend we have Santa's narrowboat grotto, grotto and canal cruise starting at Annie's Tea Room in Thrupp, which is a very nice place anyway, um, and right beside the canal. You can book in a personalised little mini narrowboat trip with Santa who will know all the critical details about your child, of course, uh, and will give them That's a, a suitable <laughs> gift. Well, he has got files, as you know, Ruddy. Um, so uh, there are trips between 10am and 3pm on Saturday the 10th, Sunday the 11th, and also Saturday the 17th and Sunday the 18th. So fill in, fill in the booking form um, on the Annie's Tea Room uh, website and uh, they'll send you your time slot. It's £12 for adults, £13.50 for children, including gift, mince pies, more mince pies, tea, squash, that kind of thing. Very distinctly real beard on this Santa. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> Just hope the canal isn't frozen, which does sometimes oh, happen yeah, at this time does, of year. But I think nice. we're all right at the moment. Um, did Cot Railway... Um, Centre do a Thomas and Father Christmas. The slots are sold out. Almost almost all the advanced slots are sold out this year. There are some slots if you come on the day. However, the Chinna and Princess Risborough steam railway, which may be less well known, but actually travels further along the track, uh -huh. has steam and Santa, and there are lots of slots left on that. Santa goes up and down the train and gives out gifts, and it's very lovely. Um... The steam railway trip takes about 50 minutes, so they will give gifts to children between 1 and 15. And for the younger kids, I think it would be a very lovely thing and just about the right length. Um, there are trips this weekend, next weekend, and also Thursday the 22nd. 
and a few trips on Christmas Eve, but Santa has to stop quite early because obviously he's got other things to worry about on Christmas Eve. The beard on this Santa is a lot bigger, but I would say less secure. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's it from me and Santa. I prefer to just have a little Pixar lamp. <laughs> oh yeah okay wonderful so we now come to a cinema roundup which has a bit more bit of a wider scope than normal as it's we're rounding up the year it's that time already but as we've done in years gone by uh we'd love to receive and put up your top tens of the year um so if you've been an avid cinema goer this year and are a budding roger ebert slash someone else Barry Norman. <laughs> Who is it? Who's on there now? It's Claudia Winkleman. Mm. And send them in to us at Films of the Year <laughs> at dailyinfo.co.uk, which is now a legit address. Um, but wonderfully enough, uh, things which have been uh, near the top of people's end of year lists are still on at the cinema. If you haven't, if you haven't seen them yet, if you haven't had a chance to, you can catch up. So, a couple that were in my top five, which is still going on. Uh, Patterson uh, is showing right now at the Phoenix and on through next week. Um, it is Jim Jarmusch's latest film. Um, and it stars Adam Driver as a driver of a bus. Uh, and he's called Patterson and he lives in Patterson and the film's called Patterson. Um, of course. And admittedly, were you to summarise the plot, you could probably do so in ten words. As it is... Not a huge amount that goes on, but it's much more about atmosphere, about eavesdropping on his day-to-day life and his kind of inner process. So he's a bus driver and a poet, um, and he can like hear his subconscious writing poems as he as he writes poems on the screen. I don't know if it's going to win any prizes, but it's already won the Palm Dog at Cannes, which is for the best dog actor, uh, <laughs> according to the Cannes jury, for... Um, Called Marvin in the film. I can't remember her real name in real life, but she sadly passed away. The, the dog is sadly oh. posthumously awarded this time. Um, Very sad. But Adam Driver is also amazing, and he's still alive. Um, also making the top five arrival is still on at the Odeon View, coming to the UPP this Friday as well. Um, for you Kylie Road fans, the few film that's been on the side of a bus this year that I've actually really loved and I'm really <laughs> glad that it's doing well. It's about aliens but not really about aliens at all. Um, about communication and understanding people or entities different from yourself and Amy Adams is amazing in it but also the the like relative simplicity with which they, they get across very complex ideas and really nicely designed um, but in a sort of simple not shouting about itself kind of way i should really go and see it because i think yes sounds like it's up my street if you care what uh bespectacled and quiff wearing critic mark kermode thinks and hello wittertainees um then hi and his films of the year list are both under the shadow and your name which are also showing under the shadow is on at the phoenix next tuesday uh it's an atmospheric kind of horror slash fantasy slash something 
um, from Iran-born, London-based writer and director Babak Anvari, who draws on his childhood memories of the Iran-Iraq war and in a, in a way familiar from some of Guillermo del Toro's films kind of looks at social upheaval through the, the lens of fantastical happenings and so I haven't been able to see this yet but Tuesday's my chance really um, before the end of the year um, final mention is Your Name uh, which is showing now at The View and again through next week and is Makoto Shinkai's Young Adults Anime which has taken the Japanese box office by storm this year. So we have talk of Studio Ghibli's dissolution, which is now quashed, because, you know, uh, Hayao Miyazaki has decided, I might as well make another film, still alive and everything. Um, if Yeah, if that alarmed you, then maybe talk of this guy being Miyazaki's heir will hearten you. Um, so your name is a time-looping, body-swapping, uh, yeah, it, it gets quite complex quite quickly. Story of a boy and a girl, and they each like wake up in the other's body like ev- mm. every every day, and then they're like, "What's going on?" Ah, and by the next day, they've kind of forgotten most things. So they always forget each other's names, and they can't, which is why they can't track each other. You know, oh. so they don't know. They don't each know That's exactly cool where the other one is, and it is wonderfully animated, and it looks amazing. It's so yeah, plenty of chances to, to see that in the next couple of weeks. And if something even better is released between now and the end of December, do let us know about it. Do write in, sum up the year in ten films or fewer. Or more, if you're indecisive. <laughs> <laughs> there are top 99 films of the year if you've been very spendy. If you are a regular Oxcast listener, or if you aren't a regular Oxcast <laughs> listener but you listened last week, you will know that we ran a competition to win tickets to Cinderella at the Oxford Playhouse, Grimm's Tales at the North Wall Theatre, and the Rocky Horror Picture Show at the New Theatre. Thank you to everyone who entered. I'm delighted to announce that the winners are... Drumroll, please. I'll just have to bang a Costa cup and my flagon together. Okay. Anna Collins. Hooray. For the tickets to Cinders at the Oxford Playhouse. Marie Mason has won the Brothers Grimm tickets. And Anne McIntosh will be going to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Congratulations to the three of you. Hooray! And keep listening to the Oxcast every Wednesday for more great competitions. Yeah. We'll be in contact with the winners. Um, while we're talking about theatre, I'll just mention the Old Fire Station's in-house Christmas show, 30 Christmases. It's um, it's not exactly theatre, it's a rebellious new comedy by Johnny Donahoe um, with songs from Johnny and the Baptists. So it's got Johnny Donahoe, Paddy Gervers and Rachel Paris in it. And I saw Johnny Donahoe at Bar Humbug at the old fire station recently and he was really funny. He was uh, he was performing with Paddy actually and, and they were they were very good. So I, I imagine the show will be good too. And I actually have also seen Rachel Paris. She was I saw her in Edinburgh. And her show was one of my highlights. So oh. it's cool. set to be a very good show, 30 Christmases. Um, and it's on at the old fire station. It's from the 13th to the 23rd of December. If if you want to find out times and ticket prices and stuff, have a look at their website. Or indeed, the Daily Info website, where you can find out more about all the events we've talked about and uh, read Michael's lovely review of uh, Patterson. 
amongst other things. <laughs> but mainly that. You can also find us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and we're at Daily Info Oxford. Or if you've discovered that this is the podcast you can't live without, um, please do subscribe on iTunes or whatever your preferred podcast provider might be. 